Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Friday Night Flashback. We are going to be talking about urban legends tonight and I think it'll be a fun show. Now, Eric is not here. Eric is actually uh, with us via Skype because of the weather outside. It's it's like the perfect setting for a uh, Halloween episode. Yeah, I, I this weather is getting pretty nasty, so uh, I think it's perfect. I, honestly, I think it's better than the campfire thing. Well, I mean, one could say it was a dark and stormy night. Perfect intro. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. And I am here with Nigel. Lovely night, isn't it? Seen any ghouls? Hey, Nigel. There he is. Yo. And I'm here not by myself. Uh, Harold is here with me. I was dropped off. Is, yeah, I, I'm still it's trying like to understand a, this one. You know. Yeah. This I don't happened, know what's going on with that. This happened before we started recording, and uh, Nigel, what the heck is this? What's happening right now? Please explain. Harold, are you there? Yes. Hop up on the bald man's lap. We need to have a talk. Well, as we all ah, know, we had a new me. visitor yesterday, and frankly, it's time for me to come clean. Harold, the reason I paid the leader of the Flat Earth Society to track you down and drive you here is because there's something very important I must tell you. I am your father. What? You know it to be true. Well son you are indeed a spitting image of your old man, but instead of going too much into how my remaining DNA was unknowingly used again to create you, I thought it might be better described in song. first time the doctor placed you in my arms I knew I'd meet death before I'd let you meet harm all okay, questions arose in my mind would I be man enough again strong choose right and be standing up from the hospital that first night took her hour just target the car seat in right people driving all fast got me kinda upset got you home safe placed you in your bassinet that night I don't think one wink I slept as you I have to stop that explains everything dad I shall reunite with you tomorrow for hot dogs and a game of catch. And later that evening we shall roam the streets on mischief night. We shall fit in with society on this one glorious night and will unleash terror while stealing every heath bar in sight. You truly are my boy. You know, after everything that's happened like the past year, like with you and Area 51 and... It's kind of hard to shock me anymore, to tell you the truth. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where this dude's going to stay. He's with his dad. Yeah, yeah I know you're his dad, but I don't even understand that. That doesn't make this, any sense. This dude's in here playing with like Luke stuff, so I don't know. I don't know how Luke's taking it. I guess he's going to stay in his room. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, uh, you know, it's it, like I said, it's to the point where I just don't even. Yeah, I don't. Nothing shocks whatever. me anymore. Um, we will talk a bit later, my boy. Now behave while at Eric's home and let's sit back and watch these two blabber on. A living skeleton introducing his skeleton son is old news. These fellows surely have more interesting things to discuss and to entertain the masses with. Okay, okay, just stop, dude. You're freaking us all out, and it's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, sure, we have to get, Let's get into the show. Yes, please. All right, guys. Well, have a seat on the couch. Maybe turn on some Monster Vision on TNT. Mm-hmm. Get some Reese's Pieces. And let's Elvira about... should be on your on your TV screen. Oh man, Elvira! Mm. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> she still got it. And let's get ready alive? to talk about some urban legends. Yes, absolutely. This is I've been looking forward to this. Elvira oh, is able. still alive. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Live on, girl. 
So urban but, uh, legends. Urban yeah. legends are. I don't. I don't have the definition in front of me. I suppose, but um, they. They're more than just ghosts. What's the difference between urban legends and ghost stories? I mean, is there a difference? Or? I don't. I don't. I mean, the only differences that I could put together are just that urban legends are based on a true story. Maybe, you know, over the years, it's become its own. I guess its own thing. Like so, yeah. it's like a real story that turns into a ghost story. It's like folklore, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and, and but with a little bit of horror. And uh, people embellishing it over the years, you know, things get, you know, right. Yeah, it's kind of like something that it it usually has happened to like someone that you know. Yeah, like yeah, blah blah blah. My friend, this happened to my buddy, and then like it just it just grows from there. Keeps growing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he saw a ten foot giant, and then it was a twenty foot giant, you know, or whatever the thing is, is it it gets embellished. So yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And and I think also it, it it. they play on natural fears more, I think. So people yeah. respond more to them, and people want to be scared by these things, and it's 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 kind of a neat phenomenon. Yeah. So I, you know, I remember these growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Some of these scared the heck out of me. Yeah, me too. So I mean, you know, especially as a kid, you know, eighties, early nineties, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Some of these were uh, some of these were pretty famous. Some of these were not so famous, but. Um, ones that we that we kind of heard of. I mean, maybe yeah. it's uh, you know based on where you live or whatever. But anyways, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about some urban legends, and cool. I'm gonna let you go first on this one. Hey, all right, I'm gonna lead it off. Um, and I'm already gonna embarrass myself because I, I didn't even I don't even know how to say the name of this. So <laughs> it's a, you, okay, okay. Usually those are really scary when you can't say the name of. You can't say the name of, but it's. Um, <laughs> It's called either the Polybius or Polybius legend. So I've never heard of this one. Okay, it's a story of this brand new arcade game that appeared in some arcades in the suburbs of Portland, Oregon. You ever heard about this? I have heard about this. Yeah. Okay. It, yes. This was on an episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd. Actually. Oh, was it? Okay. On YouTube. One of his Halloween specials. He did this. Oh, okay. Excellent. Well, then hey. I, don't, I don't remember it though. Okay, so, well, I just have some, some sketches here. Um, in, uh, it began in 1981, uh, according to the legend. And because, you know, at that time, arcades were just starting. They were just starting to become popular yeah. uh, moneymakers, you know. Um, and the game has been described as pr- proving popular to the point of addiction. So they had lines form around, you know, around the block to try to play these machines and, you know, the the legend is that people would fight you know fight over who would get to you know if somebody cut line or whatever else it was a bit very popular game um and it was but what happened was the game was meant for other reasons it was meant to uh apparently it was the legend says that the machines were visited by men in black who collected unknown data from the machines. Oh, crap, man. Allegedly testing responses to the game's psychoactive effects. Players supposedly suffered from a series of unpleasant side effects, including amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations. This explains everything for me. Yes. <laughs> approximately, one, <laughs> approximately one month after its supposed release in 1981, the game is said to have disappeared without a trace. Wow. Uh, well, think about yeah. that. Think about it. Yeah. That sounds legit. That does sound legit, doesn't it? What would be a better way to, like, 
gauge someone's like reaction or it, it, it I mean you're sitting there playing a video game it's like yeah. you're like you're at a psychologist basically they could show you anything right you know that could be gauging something without you even knowing it well it's a stimulus so you have a stimulus and you have a goal that you're after and then they could insert any number of psychoactive you know images or or try to elicit any kind of emotion or, or any kind of you know feelings from you and see you know how that works and i mean it's like mk ultra type stuff you know just mm. like really i mean i could see that happening honestly I, that'd be one that i would buy into that's creepy i, I do like that um it was men in black that showed up by the way. yes yes <laughs> yes collecting data from i mean i don't know what uh that's Will 1981 i so. dancing in like yeah like, yeah men in black. yeah I can actually what? sing the Men in Black theme song. That's how good it was. The Men in Black theme song is good. The good guys oh. dress in black, remember that? In case you ever yeah. come face-to-face or make contact. <laughs> the title held by me, M-I-B, makes what, makes what you think you saw you, you did saw not you see. see. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. I have many talents. That's a good one. I had the Men in Black soundtrack. It's <laughs> a good soundtrack, dude. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to front. That's, that's went, amazing. It's not that good. That's all right. I enjoyed uh, it. So yes, there you go. Dude, I like that one. Yeah, and I had heard of that before, but I forgot completely about that. And the other cool thing was it was an all black. Like I've seen pictures of people recreating the cabinet, and it's like all black, like just totally blacked out. So is it a game that you can get, like an emulator no. or something, or like I don't even I couldn't even find what the game was supposed was. to have looked like or what even it was. So. Yeah. I don't think it was ever a really a really a game. I just think people, uh, you know, if they rebuilt the cabinet, I don't know what they put in the cabinet, but because it's like if you think about it, like think if for some reason that name like triggers something in my head, it's it makes me think that that was a real game. Like yeah. that name sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, to me too. It looks familiar. Like when you look at it, you're like, wow, I think I think I do remember a game like that. Which adds to the urban legend. It adds to that. I think there was a game called. It's kind of like the uh, Mandela effect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. What's your uh, What's your first? Urban the first one I'm going to talk about is a classic. Mm. Now, you know this. Uh, this is a PG one, kiddos. Um, Cover your ears. We're going to talk about Bloody Mary. Now, here's the thing. Bloody Mary is one of those things where it's like you know I knew the base of what it was. Like, okay, I get it, but I dug into it a little bit. And it's pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I was always scared of this one as a kid. Oh, this, my, this is the one that terrified me as a kid. My cousins would always try to do this, and I'd, I'd freak out. I'd like, no, 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 no. So. Well, it's been around for decades, and mm-hmm. I mean, but I remember as a kid in the 80s, you know, 90s. This was huge. Oh yeah. Um, in the bathrooms at like school, at oh. um, you know bathroom at your house when you had a sleepover or somebody wanted to scare you um yeah it was scary as heck i mean you know the version that i remember is that you'd go into a dark bathroom look into mm-hmm. the mirror and spin three times while saying bloody mary is is that what is that what you remember it as i didn't we didn't spin we clapped see mm-hmm. i've never heard of that one like we would say bloody mary clap bloody mary clap bloody mary clap and then you were supposed to see red eyes or something oh gosh yeah, but well, yeah. So y'all spun around. Okay. So you had to spin three times, say Bloody Mary, and after the third spin, you'd see her behind you in the mirror. Bloody Mary. 
Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Alright, you happy? Nothing happened. Uh, which that kind of gave me goosebumps right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Screw that. No. <laughs> Ugh. I, and I actually remember. I, I know. We've, I know. I did it. Actually, I never did it. I watched people do it because oh, okay. I, I wasn't screwing with that. I'd seen Ghostbusters. Mm, um, I know, right? I specifically remember. I like. I instantly remember. Um, it was a girl that was over at my house. She used to. Her mom had to work like during the summer. So she oh, okay. would come over and stay over at the house. I mean, we were like 10 or something. Mm-hmm. And um, her first name was Carly. I won't say her last name, uh, <sighs> even though she's not listening. But um, Carly Jepsen? Who? Oh, the... The, the uh, singer. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember her doing this. She went to the bathroom. She said, hey, watch this. Oh, no. <laughs> and she did it. Uh, <laughs> no! Don't no, you're inviting the devil in. The devil's coming yeah. in the Lowry house. <laughs> Yeah, so dude, it scared oh, the heck wow. out of me. But you know, kind of the the backstory to it's interesting, and and you know, I, I had heard of some of this before. Like you know, for centuries, mirrors had been used as kind of a supernatural portal. Like yeah, you know, in the back in Egypt and stuff, and and also like ancient Greece, the sick would uh, look into mirrors, and if a healthy looking spirit looked back at them, it meant they were going to be okay and they were going to mm. recover. Imagine Ooh. that. Ugh, I'm looking in the mirror right now. And that's not, that's not a healthy spirit? looking spirit. That's oh, not a healthy spirit it. right there. Crap. <laughs> dying early. Um, <clears throat> wow. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I do know that mirrors, you know, yeah, back in a long time ago were seen as sort of a mystic uh, portal or whatever. And yeah. So <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the first person that like figured out how to do a mirror? Oh, dude. They're like, whoa. They're, they're probably burned at the stake. Think about that, though. That's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah. No one had ever seen themselves before. It's like, holy. Yeah. Or, yeah, that that well. Um, I do have a, a story about like that, uh, about this. We did this. I was at a slumber party once, and I was probably eight. And I knew about this thing, and my friends wanted to, you know, wanted to try it. Because the dad of the kid we are staying the night with was telling ghost, ghost stories, and he told that. He's like, oh, yeah, if you go in there and you say Bloody Mary and clap three times, you'll see her red eyes behind you or whatever. And so we went into the bathroom, and he snuck in behind us. We didn't know. And so we all did it, and he had these, like, two laser pointers Man. that he lit up when when we did it. Dude, oh, we ran so, out of that bathroom so fast. I don't deal with that devil stuff. Nope. Um, so. <laughs> it's oh, red he, eyes. His red eyes, but anyway, Man. gosh, it was well. Well, Mary yeah. in the name Bloody Mary was usually was usually, I guess. I mean, it was a lot of different. I don't remember. I don't remember it being like a specific person. Mm-mm. No, but it, it was, was usually just like a ghost to be lady. Like one of three people that it was referring yeah. to, and the one that I kept hearing, even though it was never like this, is definitely who it's supposed to be. Um, Queen Mary the first. This is the one. That oh, I, I never heard, heard that. Most. I never heard that. Yeah, um, she died in 1558, and she burned close to 300 people at the stake for mm-hmm. refusing to convert to Catholicism. Yeah, I knew there was a Bloody Mary uh, yeah. queen, but I didn't know that was this. You know, had to do with her. But there, there. Okay, yeah, there, there was, and okay, that's the third one I'm going to mention. And I oh, think I'm sorry. The, yeah, I think the third one is Bloody Mary. I mean, I think okay. that should be the 
the main one. Ah. Um, the second one was Mary, Queen of Scots. She died in 1587. And she was sentenced to death after trying to overthrow Elizabeth I. Um, and that's the one whose beheading was botched. Oh, that's right. It's famous for she. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I don't know. The For some reason, for some <laughs> really sick reason... Saying that someone's beheading was botched, was botched. is hilarious to me. <laughs> Just botched it. You of imagine all the executioner things... coming home to his wife. Well, I really botched that one today. Total botched job. <laughs> <laughs> of all things that you'd ever want to botch, oh my God. it's probably a beheading. Yeah, that's right. But this is funny. <laughs> that's oh my so gosh. funny. So it took uh it took two swings. <laughs> Why is that funny? But here's the thing. Even after the two swings, the head didn't come off. Oh, gosh. He then had to manually saw it off after the two swings. Now, I would imagine after the first swing, she was probably unconscious. I would say at least unconscious, yeah. I would hope. And when he actually, the executioner lifted the head, her wig came off. Oh, She had a wig on, so the head fell. And he was holding the wig. I was like, "This, this is just." I, I hope he was fired. He had to have been fired. I Not mean, a good job. Yeah, so he, he, you know, I, <laughs> huh? It's like, look, Larry, you're. This is the second one. We can't <laughs> this have this second one this week. We can't have the second one this week. We can't have this. If you can't take care of your equipment, Larry, golly, Larry, you can't sharpen your blade. My gosh, can't be beheading these women, folk. <laughs> So, you know, I, th- I think that's a pretty brutal uh, way to go, and I think that could be the basis for her being the main, you know, blood. Okay. Yes. Um, now, the third one is the one that I'm a fan of, and mm-hmm. when I say fan, please uh, don't take that out of context because she's a <laughs> terrible person. Um, Elizabeth Bathory? Bathory? Oh. Bathory? She died in 1614, um, and from her like almost destroyed castle in Slovakia. Oh, she tortured and murdered between 200 to 600 young girls and would then bathe in their blood because she thought it would help her skin have a youthful appearance. Mm. Her method of killing these girls ranged Mm. from burning them to death using white hot tongs. Now, whoa, if if you heat something up to where it's white, that's just a white level. Ow. I don't know. I've never seen it. That's that's pretty hot. To drenching them in honey and watching while they de- were devoured by ants. I think I would rather burn. Uh, <laughs> what would you rather, how would you rather options. go? Would you rather be set on fire or would you rather be drenched in honey and have ants? Oh, you got to go to the fire, man. I mean, that and that's horrible to what say. A ch- what a choice. Jeez. Ants? So, Oh. Freaking ants, man. But yeah, I, I think the third one is Bloody Mary. I mean, she bathed in the blood of the people she murdered. I mean, Bloody Mary. I mean, She's liter- quite literally Bloody Mary. So yeah. So listen, kiddos. Or young adults. Or adults. <laughs> why do or I assume girls, that kids apparently. listen to this? I don't know why. Yeah. Um, or maybe I just think I'm really older than everyone. Our real audience is like from 7 to 14. That's yeah, like, that's our that's our prime audience. Yeah. Now listen, young folk. Um, young whippersnappers. I want you guys listening to this tonight to go into the bathroom and spin mm. three times and say Bloody Mary. And leave us a comment. Let, you know, uh, let us know the results. Let us know if she came by and saw you. Yeah. <laughs> and let us know which one it was. 
Yeah, ask. Can you ask her, please? Hey, are which which one are you? Are you Elizabeth Bathory? Are you the Queen of Scots? Yes. <laughs> Where's your head? <laughs> I don't know. Tell us about your botched beheading. Your botched beheading. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love your little. He comes home from work. Well, I'll botch that one. Well, that was a real botch job. <laughs> Wife gets mad at What's him. What's for dinner? Yeah. Wife kind of kind of gets mad at him a little bit. Like, She's you like, you're going to get fired, Larry. You're gonna get, Larry, you need to... Re- I told you you need to sharpen that axe. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my toast? May I try and summon the lovely woman? Yes, of course. Go try. Tell her she owes me ten pounds. summoning anything else at the moment. Turn FaceTime off on Eric's phone and go back into the studio. I shall do the same over at my, I mean Brent's house. Uh, my next one is a, um, it's a local urban legend actually, and I have been, I don't want to say a part of it because it's not a part, but I've been out to this place uh-huh. uh, with some friends. And I think I've mentioned this before in just in passing, but um it's called the Ellerby Road School, or otherwise known as George Washington Carver High School in uh, uh-huh. Shreveport. It's in South Shreveport. You go down, uh, well, I mean, not a lot of people know Shreveport, but we do, so I'm going to say it. We go down, you just keep going down south on Ellerby until you find a school with the portal to hell to it. And um, It's easy to find. It's easy to find. It's, it's really easy. <laughs> it's a huge black portal in the middle. It's just a black portal to hell. Um, so I'll describe it real quick. It's a, it's a crumbling shell of a building in southeast Caddo Parish on Ellerby Road. Uh, it used to be a fully functional segregated school for black children of all grades back in the 50s and 60s. The legend is the students there went through some bad stuff. Now, of course, this segregation era, civil rights era, yeah, you know, so there were probably legitimately some bad things that happened to these kids. I can imagine, yeah. So... But there were stories of children disappearing along with a janitor who supposedly molested and abducted some of them. Oh, there's God. also a, le- um, a le- there's also a legend about a fire being started there to kill students. Um, they, you know, people go out there and they shoot videos and blogs and stuff about you know things they hear. They hear like uh, screaming kids or laughing kids. Holy crap. Um, they ha- they hear a sound of a, what they think is a man, but he's making like these grunts and groans. Ooh. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had my arm on the back of my couch and I just moved it down. I was like, Ooh. He's like uh-uh. <laughs> um, and it also, um, heck? It, it's called the Satan School because apparently it was a site for devil worshipping too. Because oh, the legend like is... A- lovely piece of property it's a lovely place 
it's probably available. Um, <laughs> but it is, it does have like a, a hole in the like the middle of the foundation of the building, and who knows how deep it is? It's probably just like a just a little bit deep. But they say that's the portal to hell right there. So, um, but if you ever go out there, boy, it's uh, it's creepy town. It's probably safe to say that I will never go out there. Yeah, it's. Um, but now I think we should. So it's still there. It's, the building yeah, is still there. Oh yeah, it's there. It's there right now. It's uh, you know, it's graffitied and overgrown and stuff. But, um, and that again, that's an urban legend that like, that's a place. It's a real place, and yeah. real bad things I think happen there. Uh, they only the school was only open for like twenty years, and then, I guess you know with integration it closed. But like. Yeah, there was some bad stuff that happened, and then of course it gets uh, embellished and and retold. And well, I had, a, you know I had vaguely heard of this before, and um, yeah, I didn't know that much about it though. So and and this is big enough to where you can actually Google this, right? Yeah, there's a Wikipedia page on it, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's out there. Like, and there's pictures. I mean, there's it. pictures out there. People have. T- I mean, they there's probably YouTube videos out there. I think. Yeah, I didn't even look at that, but I you know if you went on YouTube or. You know, anywhere you probably find a video on it. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty creepy. They, I want to so say you, you went out hmm? there one time. Is that what you said? Yeah, as a kid, or well, as a teenager. Yeah, we went. Uh, it, was, it was me and a bunch of church friends, and um, <laughs> we were. It was after. It was during the summer, and it was after like youth group or whatever. And we're like, oh, we would do, and we didn't have any money, and so um, we decided to go to the Satan School because it was close to where I lived back then. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we went out there and it was dark and, you know, we just spooked each other out pretty much. We didn't hear anything, you know, see anything weird, but it was creepy enough. And then we just creeped each other out and left. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Church, those church groups, let me tell you. Church groups, man. It's crazy. Getting into trouble. Mm-hmm. Well. That de- devil stuff. Next one I'm going to talk about is called The Grunch. Ooh. Not The Grinch. Grunch. But the grunch. This is the grunch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, this is a New Orleans urban legend that dates back to the 1700s. Uh-oh. Now, the grunch, it's a little uh, creature fella. He looks like a mix of a canine <laughs> and a reptilian chupacabra. Ooh. Can't, couldn't say it quite there. Uh, they have like pr- <laughs> they also have like primate skills, such as being able to open doors. Oh, no. God. <laughs> uh, can you imagine something a creature opening a door I don't know um, the name came from a road in New Orleans Grunch Road which is the worst name for a road ever but where you live Grunch Road oh, yeah right. and it's reported to like scream like a banshee when alarmed and has an oh. overwhelming stench it sounds like some oh. people I know honestly yeah man. honestly yeah like, <laughs> sure isn't just homeless homeless Dave under the bridge yeah I mean I don't know and uh, the way it kills people is it drains the blood from its victims you know how my little boy Harrison says blood huh blood blood (laughs) (laughs) he got like I I cut my finger or something one day he's like oh no blood blood yes blood (laughs) um now this creature was supposedly brought to life by the uh, the famous voodoo practitioner Mary Laveau. A lovely friend. Yeah. You ever heard of Mary Laveau? Absolutely not. Mm. Well, she, well, she was a voodoo priestess, Eric. Voodoo priestess. And mm. uh, <laughs> and one of the biggest legends about it um, was that the 
there are like so many people after Hurricane Katrina that were displaced. Yeah. And there were so many of these chupacabra grunches that were displaced during <laughs> Katrina. Oh, they were refugees. Yeah, that they had to, like, a lot of people around the area had to stop leaving their pets outside. And, <laughs> like, due to the amount of pets, they ended up dead. Oh, yeah. And apparently, like, people are still afraid to leave their pets outside in certain parts of New Orleans because of the grunch. The grunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he sounds. <laughs> the grunch kind of looked like a, uh, a nutria. You know oh, what a new tree is? yeah, it's huge rat basically. It's like a giant rat, but apparently this one um, had some reptilian features about it, and Ew. it could stand on its hind legs and open doors. And open which doors. It's never good when a creature can open doors. No, no. When they learn how to navigate doors, that's <laughs> that's all we got. All you got is a door to close, man. I mean, man, because that keeps out ninety nine percent of your adversaries. Yeah, because they can't open a door. A snake can't open a door. You know, a wolf can't open a door. Man, a bear I, might not be able man to. Can a wolf man can? But that's yeah. not what we're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so when they can open doors, man, that's that's another that's another level of threat. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm still thinking wow. about Larry botching that bed. <laughs> Dude, Larry's just just so mad, man. God, I feel so bad. Yeah. He's mm. like, I can't believe. God, man, I'm sorry. He's like, I've done a hundred of these, and then the one I botch is the most famous. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be the one that has an audience. Yeah, yeah. Like no one else cares about the other ones I did. Some kid Hello, in the crowd. <laughs> Shut up! You're next. Yeah. Oh man. All right. What you? Wow. Got? All right. So for my last one, now there was some debate whether or not this was actually true. Yeah. And the reason there, there, there's a debate is because it happened in the Soviet Union in the late 40s. It's so probably true. It, it's it's probably it's so messed up. It's probably true. I assume that anything bad that ha- that supposedly happened and if it was in the yeah. late 40s it probably happened. Probably happened. Yeah. So this is called the Soviet sleep deprivation experiment. Mm. Uh, the story recounts an experiment set in the late 40s Soviet test facility in a military sanctioned scientific experiment where five political prisoners were kept in a sealed gas chamber with an airborne stimulant continually administered in order to keep them awake for 30 consecutive days. Oh, my God. So the prisoners were falsely promised that they would be set free from the prison if they completed the experiment. That's why they were a volunteer to do it. So, uh, let's see, the subjects, yeah, Man, thirty days. You imagine being awake for thirty days straight. I figured that would like kill you somehow or something. I don't. Well, know. so this listen to the story because it's like it it sounds like it could be true. The subjects behaved as usual during the initial days, talking to each other and whispering to the re- researchers through the one way glass. Though <laughs> though it was noted, though it was noted, their discussions gradually became darker in subject matter. After nine days, one subject began screaming uncontrollably for hours, while the others had no reaction to his outburst. The man screamed for so long that it tore his vocal cords. Oh. And he didn't... The man didn't, also didn't know why he was screaming. The second one started screaming. When the Ooh, second wait, one started pause screaming. there for a second. That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. Tore his vocal cords, and the man didn't realize why he was. Oh, dude, that think about yeah. that. That's so creepy. It's it's crazy. He it's doesn't like, realize it, why he's screaming. Would not realize it? He just he, he he doesn't even know he's screaming. Uh, when the second one started screaming, the others prevented the researchers from looking inside by pasting 
torn book pages and their own feces to the porthole windows. <laughs> so they covered up the windows uh, so that the researchers couldn't see inside. You know, things are getting bad when poop gets involved. Poop gets involved. It's pretty bad. <laughs> A few days passed without the researchers being able to look inside, during which the chamber was completely silent. The researchers used the intercom to test that the subjects were still alive and got a short response of a subject expressing compliance. On the 15th day, the researchers decided to turn off the stimulating gas and reopen the chamber. The subjects did not want the gas to turn off for fear that they would fall asleep. So now they're afraid to fall asleep. Wait, they don't no want to fall. Does, does no one explain the poop? No, 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 one, no one even cares about the poop right now. <laughs> because, look, this is getting worse. Upon looking inside, they discover that the four surviving subjects have performed lethal and severe mutilation and disembowelment on themselves during the past days, including tearing off flesh and muscles, removing multiple abdominal organs, and practicing self-cannibalism, oh. and which allowed four inches of blood and water to accumulate on the floor. And that was done by jamming pieces of flesh from the first subject into the drain, who was found dead on the floors. The chamber was opened. So now they're they're just cutting themselves up after 15 days. Wait a minute. This is only 15 days in? This is only 15 days in. This is halfway in. Wow. So... i got to start getting more sleep. I'm telling you, man... So, the subjects also violently refused to leave the chamber and begged the scientists to continue administering the stimulant. They murdered one soldier and severely injured another and attempted to remove them. After eventually... Which, I'm like, how they do that? Their, their bowels are hanging out. Um, Ooh. After, eventually, after eventually being removed from the chamber, all subjects were shown, were shown to exhibit extreme strength, unprecedented resistance to drugs and sedatives... <laughs> The ability to remain alive despite lethal injuries and a desperate desire to stay awake and be given the stimulant. It was also found that any one of the subjects fell asleep, they would die. So that's why they... So they would fall asleep and die. There has to be a movie that's based on this. I, I don't I, I don't know. Uh, that's a being, horror movie waiting to happen. It's gotta be. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh, a little bit more. After somewhat... After being somewhat treated for their severe injuries, the surviving three subjects were prepared to return to the gas chamber with the stimulant by the orders of military officials, with EKG monitors showing short recurring moments of brain death. Before the chamber was sealed... Brain death? Yeah. Before the chamber was sealed, one of the subjects fell asleep and died. The only subject that could speak screamed to be immediately sealed in the chamber. The military commander ordered for three of the researchers to be closed inside the chamber with the remaining two subjects. Wait, what? One research immediately drew his gun and killed the commander and the mute subject by shooting both of them in the head. Oh, my gosh. Man, yeah. who lost in rock, paper, scissors there that had to go That's, inside it? Had to go inside it, yeah. There's poop everywhere. Well, it ended up being that everybody died. Essentially, everybody died. The researchers, everybody? The researcher um, so shot the prisoner in the heart. Well, no, okay, one researcher lived because after a brief pause, the researcher shot the last prisoner in the heart, and with his dying breath on the floor, the subject murdered so nearly free. So okay, that's Eric, a long I, one. can I say something real quick? Yeah, yeah. So far, you win this. Isn't that uh, crazy? Urban legend, because that's creepy as crap. And I, I, you know what? 
it could very well. Have I happened. think that could be true because Soviet Soviets are crazy, man. So, especially late forties. So, yeah, late forties. That was like their prime, man. That was like they were just killing everything. Late forties Soviets. I mean, even though it's not the same thing, but I mean, that was basically like Ca- Castle Wolfenstein over there. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh God, they had just and they had so many political prisoners back then. Wow. Anyway, Larry would have felt better if he knew about this because he would have been like, you know what? What I did wasn't so bad. He's like, you know, at least I didn't make these people disembowel themselves. Compared to the future in 1944. <laughs> Larry, Larry, not such a bad guy. Man, that's cre- so, yeah. that's that's legit creepy. Like, really, that, that got me. Like that, I, I remember reading that story several years ago and going, oh, my gosh. Never heard of that and, one. And it was one of those It's like, the the consensus wasn't that it was real or not. It was there was debate about it, and there was debate about well, there could have been parts that were true and this and that. It's like good grief, man! The screaming didn't know why he was screaming. It's that that entire idea is so creepy to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, he tore his vocal cords. And he didn't know it. How does one do that? Um, uh, yeah. Mm. There you go. Let's let's rank this episode up to PG thirteen. <laughs> Grunch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the last one and the last one I'm talking about is um, we're going to talk about the candy lady. Ooh, the candy lady. I am the candy lady. Do you candy want some caramels? Um, I like those caramels. <laughs> what? Clara Crane. Hmm. Lived around the turn of the 20th century, and she blamed her husband for her child's death. Oh. And because of that, she poisoned her husband (sighs) using caramels. What? Would you like some fine caramels? Yes, I would. Yeah, well, you would have died. Yep. Well, after she did that, she went insane and was committed. um, She was committed and spent several years in a North Texas asylum. Ooh. Um, and she was released due to overcrowding. You know, that's always great where they just let them go like that. Like, you know, all right. It's getting a little crowded. Well, Candy I lady, figured, get out of here. I guess they figured, okay, her husband, she already killed her husband, so who else is she going to kill? Well, Eric, that's where the story takes a turn. Candy, candy, uh, candy. A few months after she was released, children started disappearing around the area. Oh. <laughs> I kids have one would, suspect. Kids would wake up to find candy on their windowsills. Ooh. And they had messages written on the inside of the wrappers. Oh, delightful. Sh- shortly after, they would go missing. The candy lady would apparently abduct children, remove their teeth, and then kill them. What? She would then wrap their teeth in a candy wrapper for someone to find. Oh, my gosh. You know, between that last story and this one, I just don't know what we're doing anymore. I don't either. This is... <laughs> it's its nothing compared to yours. <laughs> but see, this one could be really true. Like, all of it. I mean, that's a ser- I mean, it's just like a serial killer type thing. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that could really be a thing. And, like, I could see some copycat trying that. Ooh. The uh, candy lady? Yeah. That would be an easy one to do. Not that... The candy lady sounds like very Blair Witchish. Like yeah, because a Blair Witch would remove your teeth. Blair, what's what, why, why remove the teeth? What's the deal? I don't know. They found one uh, guy's teeth one morning. Um, I, maybe it's just to psych him out. 
Like, yeah, look at this. Um, but yeah, the candy lady, apparently she was close by in North Texas, so... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure why I haven't heard about her. What, what, what happened? I mean, what happened to her? She, she I don't know. Still, no one knows. Still around? Like, no one knows whatever happened to her, but I mean, you know, she disappeared after the asylum, and, you know, kid, kiddos would wake up and see candy on their windowsill. I mean... I think it's their lucky day. I mean, if I, if I woke up and saw some Smarties on my windowsill, I'd be like, heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah, now, if I opened those Smarties and I saw a message decide that was like, I've got to pull your teeth or something. Um, I'd be like, yeah, right. Yeah, right, Smarties. Um, yeah, Smarties. So, yeah, that's my last one, the candy lady. The candy lady. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> Ooh. Don't we all. Don't we all. Oh, man. Well, um, that's probably my favorite one of yours. Is the candy lady the candy? Okay, well, my favorite one of yours is that screwed up Soviet thing. Yeah, that oh, yeah. legit scares me. Man, I'm, I gotta I'm find like out if there's a movie based on that. I mean, yeah, there, there has to be. I mean, bear with me here, but I'm gonna yeah, see. Yeah. Like, well, what was it called? Something? I just know it as, and I think it's called several things. I saw it as the Soviet sleep deprivation experiment, but it could be like Russian sleep experiment or uh, you know something like that yeah um <laughs> i just found the top the top 10 movies about sleep deprivation <laughs> oh <laughs> and it's not in there not in there huh yeah Dude, we need to let's get a screenplay going yeah we need to uh we need to get the rights to this eric yep well that was uh some good urban legends there um i'm a little frightened now i don't want to leave my house ever a little disturbed a little disturbed. Um, yeah. I do want some caramels, though. I have a strange craving. That's a candy lady. That's a candy lady. Um, but thanks, guys, for joining us for uh, episode 51. Uh, we appreciate it. We know it's been a long time coming, and uh, I think we're going to do it this way for, for a while now. We're going to have the big episodes sprinkled throughout the year and uh, do our little stop and chats, so be on the lookout for that. That's right. And uh, everybody have know, a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I don't know. Harold. Nigel, shut up. All right. All right, get out of here. I'm sending you a Uber to come over here. All right. Well, Eric, I'm going to head out. By the way, stay out of the bathroom. I'm pretty sure Mary is still hanging out in there. Ha ha, my boy. What a rascal. Son, are you still there? I do want to say that I haven't been totally honest with you. Son? I think he's already heading this way. I really should have been honest. And told him about her. About his mother.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. 